Stampede. Garner is at number 70. Recorded 11 1 2020.
there are people who want you to believe this country is going to get back to what it was before COVID-19. Even with over 220,000 people dead within the last nine months, that even with millions of people having been thrown out of work and small businesses permanently closed, that the airline industry has been dramatically affected with passenger numbers plummeting, leaving billions of dollars lost, and tens of thousands of layoffs, that stadiums are empty with events taking place without fans in attendance, that schools are closed with students learning remotely at home, and with any number of disruptions causing Americans in crisis modes changing the way they conduct their lives. No rational human being can predict that a recovery is near at hand, that this country is going to get back to the way it was before COVID-19. Some people refuse to accept the severity of what has happened. There may be long-term effects from this disease, and that doesn't even begin to address the important issues that were present before this plague came to this country. Before COVID-19, we were dealing with a different plague, and it was the violence that was occurring on a daily basis in this country, and that had nothing to do with COVID-19. People were committing violent acts against one another, and we really didn't understand why this was occurring. It has been blamed on the availability of automatic weapons, weapons that were designed for combat in military conflicts, and this illness has not been determined for why someone would go about murdering people in schools, places of worship, in random gatherings of large numbers of people. And these weren't just isolated events. No, this was happening continually, nearly daily.
Things aren't going to return the way they were. And if they do, there are some very disturbing things that are going to happen that we aren't going to be able to resolve. There was an epidemic of violence across this country before COVID-19. And there were people from all sorts of professions who weren't able to identify the causes for it. One thing was certain, it, like the plague of COVID-19, was affecting how we were living and how we wanted our society to be. The use of military assault rifles in murdering and injuring large numbers of people were blamed for what was happening. And certainly when you permit violent people who have easy access to something that can injure people, you're moving in the wrong direction. 
But if you find individuals who willfully strike an elderly person walking down the street for no apparent reason, something far greater than military assault weapons is at play. There are lots of things that can be used to harm people, not the least of which is the use of an automobile to kill people. So what I'm saying is there was real trouble in this country before COVID-19, and it's going to continue after COVID-19. And it may not just be spreading by people who are mentally ill. No, political violence may begin to appear not as an expression of uncontrollable violence, but for resolving intractable dissatisfaction for what America stands for. There are deep problems that exist in this country, and people believe our democracy isn't going to resolve them. That serious violence of a continual method is going to come to the surface and the use of automatic rifles will be the least of the weapons used. I'm reminded of the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing destroying a federal building that killed 168 people and injured 680. No, there are many people in this country that are willing to commit violence against this government for lots of reasons. say this, this country is not a democracy. 
is ruled by a very powerful, wealthy class of people who control how this country is run. And maybe it's always been that way. But consumerism has done something other than making this country move economically. It's produced human behavior, which calls into question our values. Greed, deception, and violence are only a few of the questions that are produced by consumer society. And it can cause people to overturn that system if there is a sharp downturn in the economy. People will not stand by for recovery, especially if it looks like the wealthy people who are running the show are increasing their own position of privilege. That's the ingredient for social unrest. Attempts to kidnap a sitting governor of the state of Michigan by a group of well-armed men is only symptomatic of what may be an even larger problem. Explosive car bombs, a commonly used tactic in the Middle East and elsewhere, could be what's coming. And it might even be welcomed by a large number of people who believe the system has deceived them into thinking there's a better life coming. And there's evidence to support the deception cannot be maintained. The default rate on commercially held real estate loans has recently risen from $4 billion to $30 billion, with an even larger number of delinquencies at $40 billion. And this comes with an ever-increasing expanding Federal Reserve balance sheet which has taken on trillions by buying debt. Numbers that could increase by 15 to 20 trillion dollars. There is little doubt increasing consumer spending or large tax increases can repay what has been borrowed. Riquezas, si 
ya en tu mundo no existe el dolor Que te den dinero Que te den riquezas y que alguien te compre un poquito de amor Demasiado tarde The people of this country have been betrayed, manipulated into believing consumerism is good for them to leave behind what once existed in this country, and it should never be forgiven. The people who have changed what we once were have brought human behavior to a shameful place, and I, for one, have contempt for the people who have given us this empty life. Leaders that stand for patriotism while corrupting a solemn oath in bringing a well-being have worked only for their own control of power. No, it's too late. And what's coming is of their own doing. They've distorted what was really important and It wasn't about consuming and wanting more. Well, that has come to an end with the COVID-19 plague. Some are saying we're going to come back, that the disease is going to be defeated. But those two predictions aren't true. The health of our economy was in question before COVID-19 threw millions of people out of work. The government's debt exploded after the 2008 financial crisis. And simply put, toxic securities were owned by corporate businesses and commercial banks. The Federal Reserve provided an unprecedented stimulus by giving trillions of dollars in bailouts It was a monetary expansive policy designed to avoid a total collapse, sidestepping a deflationary economy. In the words of Wikipedia regarding the 2008 financial crisis, I quote, the central bank went from the lender of last resort to the lender of the only resort. In 2008, this was the largest injection of money into banks and corporations in world history. It was reported worldwide the crisis came within hours of a breakdown of law and order. In the U.S., only one banker served jail time and was sentenced to 30 months for manipulating bond prices. But fraud on a wholesale basis had been committed by banks and corporate investment firms. And it lingers to this day.
it's difficult predicting the future. You have to identify clues in the present or in the recent past. You have to be unbiased, free to accurately understand what is happening. Often you have to ask, why would someone do that? What's the motivation? This country has a very strong military presence, a large number of law enforcement officers, people whose job it is to keep order in our society. When I say we don't have a democracy in this country, it's because the power to decide how we should live isn't with the people. It's in the hands of a few who benefit by how things are done. And what has been expected in this country is that the people who have power make decisions for the best interests of the people and not for themselves. But that isn't what's been happening. There are people in power whose only motivation is to remain in power and they use whatever is available to persuade the public their interests are with them, when in fact their interests are to perpetuate the system that got them to where they are. It's their job to prevent the people from becoming skeptical about what is happening. And that's done many ways. But when things begin turning negatively, affecting the lives of millions of people, if the propaganda fed them turns out to be untrue, then the results can be violent, and not just by large protests. No, active sabotage by small groups and individuals begin appearing. Attacks on the very structure that keep the system working. Electrical grids, refineries, water distribution centers, communication networks are all at risk. And violence won't be just with automatic weapons. No, arsony, bombing, poisoning of food and water, straightforward assassinations will underscore what our future may be. The people who have power will use every law enforcement agency to combat that. In simple terms, a revolution. As I've said for a long time, we aren't safe. And we may not have ever been safe. And our future, sure as hell, isn't going to be safe. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard the 1985 recording by Foreigner. I want to know what love is. Then Sam Smith's recording for the 2015 movie Spectre. Writings on the Wall. Next, with the Rolling Stones' Gimme Shelter, first recorded in 1969 on the Let It Bleed album, followed by the Hermanas Nunez's recording Demasiado Tarde, and ending with Jeff Lynne's Showdown, the Electric Light Orchestra. Stampede! Written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.